The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night You play Thursday cause you're What a feeling, what a night Oh what a night Hello and welcome to a What a Night part of the Nightman Podcast Network Talking all things Tottenham Hotspur Joining me Sean Walsh as he does every week And we are doing it every week now aren't we due to Summerfield? Yeah, yeah, that's what they tell us. <laughs> I immediately yeah. sit around and record podcasts. I know, it could be worse, couldn't it? It could we be. Could be. Worse days, but yeah, all, all good here, mate. How are you? Well, we're a couple of injured boys today. We are we? a couple of injured boys. Yeah. yeah, I went for a run yesterday, about 40, 45 minutes into it. Side of my knee. You said it was the patella. You're a doctor, qualified doctor. Yeah, I knocked on it with my with my knuckle. Yeah, a few yeah. Times. So we're gonna have to amputate later. So yeah. by the time it goes out, probably. Yeah, yeah. What was yours? A groin injury. Yeah, we got absolutely battered by some team at um, six aside yesterday. It's our third loss on the trot now, which doesn't happen very often. I think. Um, you washed. And yeah, my mate who founded the team was like, this hasn't happened in 10 years. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. You and your banter era. really poor. Yeah, really. It was, it was, it was a real Kirikeshian performance at the back. But, oh, Jesus. You know. What, did you handball it when you were like, trying to play volleyball or something? <laughs> he didn't, know. That was one of my favourite memories of Vlad Kirikesh. Yeah, I couldn't get any little uh, P-roller shots going either. Like he, he scored that one goal against Fulham, which mm, is a bit of a... Mm. Daisy cutter is the yeah. right P roll. That wasn't the right phrase. Did Vlad Kirikesh score more goals in the mask for us than Son has? It's, it's, it's level at one actually. He scored against Palace. <laughs> yeah, I, forgot. I keep forgetting. Up. I keep yeah. forgetting he scored against Palace. We should do some more research though. Yeah, because that's the important metric. You're the SEO man. Get on the case. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I'm true. sure there's people googling this there's stuff. <laughs> uh, it's been a long week since we last chatted. I think one of the things we talked about last week a lot was about. Leandro Trossard, who at the time oh, yeah, <laughs> moved yeah. to Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, that is quite jokes. Um, I was uh, actually good for them on the way. I was really good at yeah. the weekend, yeah. He was a good player. Well, he is a good player. Um, contributed a little bit for them. I mean, I'm still a little bit, you know, I don't know how strong that makes the squad, really. It's a yeah. good option. But, you know, everyone's making them at yeah. the moment. So I, was fine, I was fine not getting it. We explained our reasons last week, but we'll talk a bit about transfers in a bit. We've already explained ourselves. Yeah, don't, don't, I'm doubling down. Yeah. Don't back down. Uh, should we talk about what a game that feels like a long time ago now, the Man City game? Because yeah. 45 minutes, thought we had something. You didn't actually watch this game live. But, no, I, so you missed out on all the madness. Yeah, I missed out on all the madness. I mean, I, I wasn't really expecting too much from Spurs, which is why I agreed to play football on the night. And <laughs> Fair um, enough. Which you know seemed like a bit of a mistake when I got there about nine o'clock, and it was two 0 at half time. Something wild had gone on just before, and Kulu and Emerson were scoring goals, and it seemed mm. like the world was right again. Yeah. <laughs> 
but then I think we still had like 15 minutes to play and by that point they were like oh City are 3-2 up yeah in those 15 minutes everything happened yeah. so. so it was a swift turnaround from going, going a couple of goals <laughs> really up. humbling experience really <laughs> you, think, you think you got everything you're going to half time like oh we might do something here you come at the end of the match like oh, okay never mind yeah never mind um, let me down again you've done it again <laughs> um yeah, I, th- I, th- I really think that this is kind of, if I'm going to try to spin a positive, I think it actually might be something that might kickstart Man City's title charge. Because they were, they were crap in the first half, I think. I don't think they impressed me that much. They had a couple of chances where they were like breaking away. There was what, Romero had a really good tackle and I think it was Grealish. And it just, I thought they just got, lacked so much dynamism and creativity. They were so one-dimensional. It was the same against... Uh, Man United in the derby a few days before for them and I was really kind of thinking this team's not, not going to catch Arsenal it's just not going to happen mm. uh, so we got two goals in the end of the half I thought capsulize, the Kuzowski goal obviously just capsulising on Edison making a huge error um, he can't really kind of shift the blame for that and then Emerson who's had a, a good couple of last games and we'll talk about the film game mm. later but he got in the right position to react to that I think that's what Conte has really kind of wanted out of him to get in these better attacking positions, particularly the way that he kind of swaps with Kulazewski sometimes. And good fight for the goal. The, foot, the Spurs fans started singing Emerson Royale, he scores when he wants. And that was really the start of the downfall. <laughs> because from there, it was like it was almost like City took this personally in the Michael Jordan way. And they just blitzed us. And we, we've said all we really can about the defence and Lloris, but it, they just weren't able to keep up. And that was really where the game was won and lost. That yeah. They had Haaland, the ultimate kind of penalty box predator. Mahrez kind of rolled back the years as well. Alvarez was there doing his sort of thing. And you can see the weakness in this team lies with the defenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need a few more of those, don't we? Probably could, could do with that, yeah. Yeah. Very strange that they haven't been targeted. Maybe it's a long-term thing in the summer. That could be my only so, rationale for this. That I would, One would hope so, because that seems to be the big issue at the moment just being a bit weak and then a few players not being able to play out very well just sort of hindering that whole spine almost but yeah yeah it, it, I think it's underrated how much that really has limited us this year because you know, I think you look at last season we talked I think we talked about last week that a lot of the defenders were maybe overperforming what we expect for them because you know Dyer was getting the England shouts I think they were right I just wasn't kind of clamouring for it uh, Ben Davis was really really solid and he really played that underlapping left centre-back role really well. Um, Sessegnon and Emerson were very decent towards the end of the season. But this year, you kind of see if you rely on these guys to try and build from the back, it's much harder. Mm. Um, it feels like we're one of the only sides in the kind of top half, or at least the top six, that don't have defenders capable of playing from the back under under pressure. So, every hub is there. And I think I tweeted at the time that missing out on Bastoni and not really having a backup plan aside from we'll just take Longley on loan because he's there and available was such a huge miss for the season that felt like that was the position that needed massively strengthening in order to Mm. for us to kind of make a step up it still is I mean like I I can't really believe they'll go too many more windows without properly addressing it you'd hope so yeah because you can just see how how dreary it is and um how tough it can be to build out of the back and yeah like you say Langley is I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced 
about him as a defender. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> glad, some nice yeah, passes. I'm kind of glad really we have the sobering experience. But um, there's a few. I, I'm pretty sure I've slagged them off already in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. But there's been a few where he does the old stand and let someone run, <laughs> which isn't my favourite defensive move. No, uh, not in the prem anyway. No, not in the prem. I think it's bad that you're in the prem. Yeah, well, if you're getting those calls at Barcelona in a league that's less physical. Yeah, it's probably not going to translate well to England. Yeah, it's not. He's not a long-term one. But yeah, the Bastoni one that could have really sorted out for a little bit. But we'll see. I'm sure they'll go back in for someone, and they'll just clear up a few of those defenders because it's, it's it's strangely just been such a similar pile of players at the back there for a few seasons now. Yeah, it needs to be a bit of a turnover to uh, something that's a bit more progressive and just solid <laughs> yeah there's a problem with it. if they're not good either way then what the hell are we doing yeah so that's a that's an obvious weakness teams are taking advantage of it and it's just so annoying that we're trying to go if we play the way that we do we're trying to defend and as we learned under Mourinho you try and play defensive football with these defenders they're going to break mm. because they can't do that you have to play on the front foot you have to use the attacking talents and get the most out of that. And I get Conte wouldn't be comfortable with that. I, I think he'd rather games be one nil than like four mm. two, for example. So <sighs> that was a real a tough blow. Yeah, smashed about, Got absolutely smashed off the part, didn't we? I'm done talking about City. Should we move on to Fulham? Yeah, that's, that's a bit more positive. That. That's a bit more positive. Well, like we have to preview another City game soon, don't we? So uh, yeah, let's just. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that, Jude. I really like that. Yeah. I, you know, I really like facing the champions of England a lot. They've never won Arsenal. They've never. They've lost. They've <laughs> lost every game. They haven't scored a goal at the stadium. Yeah. So that that's all we need to say about. That's it, all. Really. That's all we need. Yeah. Exactly. It's easy. Nothing else more. Nothing it's more. Easy. But then yeah, it was a bit of a weird weekend because like we had that on the Thursday mm. and then. Obviously, they were playing on the Monday again, but it was, it was, it felt like a lingerer. <laughs> yeah, it was like it, <laughs> it really it, felt like a dark. Cloud that felt, that felt like I felt more like a yeah, I felt more like another midweek game than a game yeah. attached to the weekend. Yeah, it was odd, and um, it's just quite. It was quite a turgid affair, wasn't it? There no, wasn't yeah. too much quick passing going on. It was yeah, slow and slow and mushy, and it was just one moment of quality, really. Yeah, it was. I mean, because I I uh, know someone who works for Fulham, and he has season tickets, and he didn't need them so he gave them to me and I went with a friend oh. I sat, sat in the it's now the home end it used to be the neutral end which kind of got a few you know you have a neutral end in football mm-hmm. people are going to start asking questions so why the, have you I, got a neutral end? Uh, exactly is that one of the questions? that is, that is one of the questions <laughs> the top, top question actually you know <laughs> you mention it um, but I think they got rid of it for the season so now it is so it's, it's next to the away fans so the concourse is still mixed okay. and I'm just hoping that they don't cause trouble because I can't imagine a Fulham fan ever causing trouble in their life. <laughs> um, so the concourse is still mixed, but the stand isn't. So I was sat amongst the Fulham fans. Yeah, maybe if someone nicks their oat milk <laughs> cappuccino, <laughs> he says that being one of his orders. We've got to figure something first. Uh, what's my coffee order? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was not particularly good display. First 10 minutes, I thought I was really kind of impressed by Fulham, the way that they pressed, the way they pinned us back a bit. Um, we forced they forced quite a few errors out of us particularly I think Romero really struggled in the first few minutes mm-hmm. he had a good game overall but found it hard opening, opening uh, early doors sorry and William scarily looked like the William that we wanted to sign 10 years ago 
uh, I kind of regressed a bit and I thought talk about Emerson did a really good job on him in the end it just was a game where a moment of quality was going to decide it and it came from Kane from my angle you could kind of see so I was like behind the goal in the corner at the other end and you could see how it opened up for Kane mm. a lot more than you could on the TV because you look on the TV it's a phenomenal finish it is a phenomenal finish I'm not taking it away from him but you could see the way that he contorts himself to create that kind of yard of separation to create that angle to curve it around the defender mm. and pass Leno it was really really impressive he just swivels into that little channel doesn't he yeah he, my, got, yeah. he, can, he can sort of aim the ball past yeah him. and my friend who, who was there he was a um, Chelsea fan mm. and he was just really kind of impressed the way that he was able to do it, it was just like yeah this guy's a complete footballer yeah do you remember he, he scored one at Huddersfield where mm. he like he, mm. but that was from a that was from a throw almost but it was the same sort of thing just rolling on just the, roll it yeah on the edge of I think that, that was with his left foot though it used to be a signature really that like just turning hitting it quickly getting it just out of his feet yeah yeah he, he was like a real snapshot shooter wasn't yeah. he I mean obviously as his game's developed he, he just sees more of the ball and I suppose maybe that sort of surprise of the early shot is maybe gone a little bit, but yeah, I think yeah. he's he still he still takes shots on really really quickly. I think he did it at Palace. Really took yes the pass yes Hill yeah, yeah you're right one yeah touch and hit across the yeah. box really really. When he does that, it's like it's poetry in motion. They're so aesthetic and pleasing. Yeah, yeah, it really just, is. Just like it's the way that he kind of sweeps because it makes it look like it's kind of a quick. Like release, like do you mm. did you ever play the old WWE SmackDown vs Raw games? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever like to play like the, the creative finisher ones and you could speed <laughs> yeah. up how quick it was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like you could have like like a scissor kick or something going on at like two hundred percent speed. So it's like the... <laughs> I usually just had the ones where they'd like twirl you around <laughs> up there and just like speed up to a hundred percent, moving like just, the flash. Yeah, and then eventually just yeah. Like, that's like that's what it's like when feet. Kane just gets out of his feet early. It's just so <laughs> so lovely to watch. Yeah, it's remarkable, man. Um, obviously, leveled a, leveled a record, which yes. is quite extraordinary. Jimmy Greaves, his all-time Spurs record. Um, and he'll probably break it in the coming weeks as well. So, there's something to look forward to. I mean, star performers aside from Kane, we can go Emerson, who's, yeah, like you said earlier, has had a couple of good games now. With that goal at City, I think it's, he's been used a little bit differently because, like I said, with the City game, him he's because he's swapped a bit. He, he's, yeah, he's coming inside more, so he's not crossing because teams know if he's going to cross, just stand off him, let him it's cross. Taking a while to, uh, yeah. If, <laughs> <laughs> if Antonio is in the in the change room, he's like, hey, what if we don't let Emerson cross today? <laughs> he's yeah, genius, great goal, boss. <laughs> yes, boss. <laughs> I think he's got it. Um, so yeah, it was different with him. I thought that their link up towards the end of the second, um, sorry, towards the end of the first half, where we only really had that kind of five minute spell going into stoppage time, where we really had the pressure mm. on them, and we made most of it. And Kulusevski, he had that run before where it ends with Emerson shooting at the near post and Leno pushes it wide, but yeah. Kulusevski makes just takes the ball, carries it all the way, gets a bit lucky that it bounced off the corner flag. From where I was, it looked like he kind of roulette out of it, and I was a bit more uh-huh. impressed by that than watching on replay <laughs> but he did, really, he did really well and that, he kind of owned those five minutes you could see him kind of just trying to take over and then it ended with Kane doing what he does Kane doing what he does yeah it's just what he does it's just, it's just what he does yeah I like I like the idea of Kulu just staying a bit wider um, just because if you know 
sometimes we do get space on the right it's just who's putting the ball in and he, or who's just, trying to just, do the next thing because he put in some really good crosses in the second half yeah I, the way where he's crossing from is towards where I was and it was almost like I wanted to jump up from my seat and hit it in myself <laughs> so we had the I don't, was it him that crossed it for Davis heads it back across yeah and then, sure Kane, and then Kane, yeah, Kane heads and Leno somehow saves it that, that was something that looked yeah, incredible that was a great save yeah yeah, can't believe he didn't bury it, but wonderful save. But yeah, yeah, Kulu. I think that'd be nice if he could just kick on a little bit. Maybe still coming back to fitness. He's yeah, he's had a few little nice balls in and things like that. Maybe just waiting for the sharpness to go past someone out wide. Yeah, to come back again. I think also I know he's scoring at City, but I think more more direct goal involvements because he's definitely mm-hmm. capable. And it feels like I think he's in a similar position to maybe Saka like a year ago where. He was like the next stage for him was okay. He's obviously this really good player. We mm. need to see can he score more? Can he take the kind of burden off Kane? Is he the guy that's going to do that? We talked a lot about this season. It would be different if he was playing, just maybe because of the way we play. But also, mm. if Son's not scoring, maybe Kulusevski could have. That could have been the bit that he added to his game a bit more. Yeah, and we and we didn't have and obviously Richarlison got injured at the same point, mm. so you just didn't have any goal threat alongside Kane because Son's obviously gone downhill and Kulu did get assist this game it wasn't good but, assist, but got yeah. an assist <laughs> another one count. for the stats they all count yeah it's, the, uh, it's, it's another one for their their partnership I no. suppose yeah, that's a <laughs> good point actually I got oh, a bit article dude I have to update things <laughs> this is what the problem is like every <laughs> it's just like oh yeah I've got to update that I've got to update that you can read I've every goal that. contributed between Kane and Sol on itemman.com yeah, now yeah you really can that's why mine to be fair that was, that was my baby so I got myself to blame there don't you feel stupid now? Warra article. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten would read again. Um, what did you? I need to ask because in the ground, it, I might be thinking of something else. But what did you think of the midfield duo, Hoiberg and Bentacle? I thought Bentacle looked a bit sloppy, but Bentico, I don't know if that's just yeah. me in my seat getting frustrated. Hoiberg, I don't think he's played very well for a while now. Like the last three or four, he mm. seems a bit sort of headless chickeny. Ben Tenker, I think, lost the ball. Well, I'm not going to say this without actually checking, but it seemed like he was... A, yeah, I don't think anyone was particularly good with the ball. They seemed to just lose it very, very quickly. Yeah. Either overrun it and just the, the lack of, um, you know, that it wasn't clinical, the passing a lot of the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, in terms of just, like, pressing and getting about and tackling, I think the whole team did that pretty well. In terms of, like, a playmaking outing it, it seemed very much more like they just wanted to be solid and compact yeah, I, rather than express themselves too much yeah I assume when Conte said post-match about he saw the characteristics in this performance as the same ones that got us to the Champions League last season I mm. assume he meant on that side of the game and not the kind of attack. yeah unless he's the... unless he's thinking well there's five minutes into the first half we're back baby <laughs> ruthless aggression in those five minutes yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the the dream is that you get that ruthless, clinical edge like they showed in the last, in the second half of last season, even, um, which just hasn't always been there this yeah. year. Um, but we'll see. I mean, my my I still want Basuma to come in and start playing well, but whenever he's played for Spurs, he just seems to, I don't know, just be panicked and not have any time on the ball. He plays a lot better in the three-five-two when he's got two yeah. players in front of him and he can just kind of sit and do his thing there yeah 
I wouldn't be surprised if that got whipped out in the, in the Champions League or something similar. Yeah. I feel like if we go to Milan and go with the two in the midfield, then it might be another case of being overrun by really quick mm. chaps up front. <laughs> did you see they got slapped last night by Lazio? I did see that, yeah. Four I think I only checked it this morning and I was like, 4-0, oh, good luck. Something's got to give between these two crap teams in the last 16, <laughs> you know. I know a couple of Milan fans and they seem a bit... Bit edgy. Uh, yeah, they're they're a bit they're unsure if Pioli's the man's gonna get him out of this mess. They respect what he's done, but it's like if he's being failed by the board a little bit because the mm. signings they made yeah. weren't befitting of Italian champions and they're rivaling us for Zaniolo. By all means please take him. <laughs> um, and, you know, if he if he scores against us in the Champions League then that is the history of the Tottenham. That is tough. I, we can put it down to that. I'm sure if he kicked the ball in, his knee would go, and then that'd be him. Out He's like me, you know. Yeah. Might as well sign me. <laughs> You've got bum knees. Thirty mil, yeah. loan plus option. Would have gone pro if I went for your knee. I know you? exactly. That's why I'm yeah. telling you. I'm going to see the King tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to ask him for some tips. Of course, yeah. How to how to how to play every Saturday? Yeah, he's going to tell me. It's over. <laughs> You're washed. <laughs> Get ready for Dreams life of pain. grandeur need to be crushed right now. Painkilling injections, and you're not even playing in a game. <laughs> This is life. So uh, I've got that to look forward to. Yeah. Um, should we do a bit on transfers? Yes. Yes. Because it feels like we are now. There's a fair amount going on. Yeah. I'm quick. I'm just quickly going to check that nothing's updated on the Poro situation <laughs> because it do, it does sound like that's one that will be done. But I want to double check now. So it's probably going to change by the time this goes out, honestly. But so if we talk about the if the assumption that. Spurs do agree a fee and from what it sounds like in Portugal Spurs have at least promised to pay the release clause somehow mm-hmm. so happy with that? Seems, seems seems fine I mean I guess he solves all problems in the first world not asking much <laughs> yeah I mean um we we watched. I think he's someone we watched in the Champions League earlier this season. Um, always a bit scared of, you know, the whole playing well against Spurs curse, if you know that is a is a thing. Um, but at least they're they're having a look at positions that need a little bit of strengthening. And I don't know. It's a it's a lot of money, and I, in terms of like long term future planning, it seems quite. Wild to spend that. There's, they've no, got they've but... got to be high on him to be kind of committing that kind of money. Yeah, you'd, you'd think so. And it does seem that cause I think the interesting thing before was that the assumption always was Spurs will only go for Poro if they shift one of the other right wing backs first. Mm. Change a little. It seems that we're going to do this before one of them's gone. I wonder if that's a case of kind of putting the pressure on those guys to try and find new clubs. Where it's like, look, Poro's coming in. He's going to be the starter. If you want first team like game time you're going to have to go elsewhere mm-hmm. so you've got a few days to kind of sort out a move I wonder if that's the play now yeah just putting the, putting it up them a little bit yeah you, you'd have to think Jed Spence goes on loan yeah and then it's just yeah. sort of we did report yesterday that Spurs are looking at that now they're, yeah. they're open to that possibility he does have a lot of Premier teams that want him yeah if he can go somewhere for six months and just show that he's 
that he's a baller, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Two great um, right, wing back yeah. options. That'd be class. Yeah, I do hope this that, that this Porifella can play normal fullback as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, that's, that's safe because as otherwise, well. if you know, spend this much amount of money on a specialist wing back, it's it's uh, you got you're kind of tied to it, innit? You are tied to it, which uh, which is the problem we had a little bit with Doherty when he yeah. first came in. Yeah, it's, it's the same as a Doji because a Doji looks really yeah. really good at wing back for Udinese, but if he could play in a back four as well, mm. and we've got two dynamic fullbacks. For the next half decade, maybe hopefully even longer, in Poro and Udoji. Yeah, be that's nice, man. that's cha- that's a game changer because we haven't had that since Walker and Rose, and you it's saw it's been so long. Yeah, you could see when you play together, it just changes it completely. Just having the oh, to create width like that. When you have fullbacks who can just carry the ball, just the whole pitch, just they just get into space and it's they just knock the ball up the line. Yeah. And just it's it's brilliant. Well, like, it takes the pressure off other players because it's just mm. like right, I'm gonna sprint down the touchline yeah. with the ball a little bit. Yeah, and I'm gonna win as a corner or something yeah. like that. It's like just another way of exerting yeah. pressure. Well, and we haven't had that. Yeah, like you say, for so long. Exactly. But I was talking to you earlier about a compilation I watched of Poro last night. <laughs> I haven't like properly kind of sat down and done a lot of homework on him. I, I did watch the games he played against the season. I think I said it last week. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. I wasn't like coming away from it thinking pay the release clause now yeah um, but I did watch the compilation and the player that he reminded me most of was Aaron Lennon like the way that he's not got the same kind of like full on pace he's quick but he's not like Lennon quick but the way that he moves his body the way that he shifts between players he controls the ball um, the way he gets to the pilot line does the little float back, <laughs> cut back crosses <laughs> I'm like oh, yeah. stands him up and straight on the right yeah. angle chip of the back post as a Lennon it's been too modern age. long <laughs> this is what this club's about you think if a doji can play a bit like um, pre-AVB um, Gareth Bale we're really rolling back the years it would be nice this yeah. is what this club is all about if we can get some regens going <laughs> you see there's so much there man there genuinely is a lot of talent there there is there's plenty of I do think there's plenty of ball players in midfield as well so I, I, whatever's been behind this slump it's, I just think it's been annoying because I don't think they need to be so did you see there was an article yeah there was a I don't know if it was an article or if it was like someone just posting a series of tweets but it was a thing the other day comparing the amount of games that teams have played over the last couple of years um, since the Covid season mm-hmm. and I think Liverpool City lead the way by far but we're not that far behind them and I think Chelsea are in the same bracket uh, whereas Arsenal and Newcastle played about half of what City and Liverpool played so they're a bit fresher whereas mm. everyone else is a bit more jaded particularly us who we've had the same kind of core of players in the last couple of years now yeah. um, Bob, maybe Bentancur and Kulazewski so I understand why there's been a bit of a drop off you add in the fact that Conte has never been able to coach more than one game in a week at a proper high level apart from uh, maybe early days at Juve you can see why it's gone wrong. You had, I think, actually added in as well. Conte's had all this stuff in his personal life, mm. like the three close deaths to him, the family being away. I understand why it'd be a bit more miserable for him. The annoying thing is he kind of takes it out on the the club. <laughs> yeah, but I see where I see where it's gone wrong. Yeah, but if we can get Poro in, just think if we can just not put a positive spin, but you know, there's still plenty to there's still plenty going on. There's quality Still, in this team as well. There's quality going on. Um, you know, FA Cup, they could have a decent run in the Champions League. They're not that far behind in the Prem. Just try and, you know, give it more of a fresh vibe. But yeah, well, this know, is. There's still so much football to be this, played. Yeah, this was the line that 
was put out about Kane this week, wasn't it? The contract talks. There's still players to fight for the season. He's, he's open to staying if the like, no, situation's right. Puppet, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Silence, unique mouthpiece. Um, but yeah, I think there's reason to believe that things can be turned around. Whether they do, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily bet on it, but there's a pathway there, I think, at least. And if Kane stays or Kane goes whatever we're looking at next season we do have a good core of young players who can be moulded who can be relied upon there's a lot of kind of big game experience between mm. them all um, the only thing is we don't know who the coach is going to be Yeah, that's the dark cloud kind of hanging over everything What what is the vision we have yeah. these players but who's leading them just sort of in limbo before judgement day mm. aren't they at the moment so once they all get sorted out they I, can start having a more long term future like the other clubs around them have yeah, started going for like pretty much every other club in the top half yeah. is what I said before um, I do get the Kane reporting I think it's something that we've understood for a while as well he, his ultimate thing is to succeed here I just don't think there'll be enough of a pull come May for him to be like yes I would like to spend a few more years here mm. let's do it I think it would it'd be more open to going somewhere else and trying something what do you think um, let's say they steal fourth and nick the FA Cup I would pay a lot of money for that right now yeah with my own money <laughs> to guarantee that be nice wouldn't it but I would think that, that be enough of a pull I think, think? I think that's, yeah I think that's enough yeah. I think that kind of if he's the one that breaks the trophy duck if we go if the Champions League again that kind of helps with the revenue and whatever I think that's enough even, then, if, even if we don't know the managers yeah. I think that's enough where it's just like okay hopefully the kind of boards have learned the mistakes of recruitment in the past they're able to kind of shift players on and that's the start that's what the kick start but that's like, I feel like that's asking a lot right now yes but yes. we do have a good chance in the FA Cup I mean we've had some favourable draws I mean it sort of feels sort of no touch wood before you saying that, because obviously you went out to Barra in the last in the last season, oh, that was that a similar round, that, which was just turgid. Although we would have had to play Chelsea in the next round, and I was done losing that. to them. We'd already lost four times to them in the same season. Yeah, and had, don't don't think we scored a goal in those games either. No, I don't think we did. Tuchel just had Conte's number. Yeah, totally did. But they're uh, out. I ironic now we think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty special. But yes, Chelsea are out. One of Man City or Arsenal will be out. Liverpool might get knocked out by Brighton. Yeah, Newcastle already out so draw opens up nicely for us I think we should be taking it seriously I think they should because it's more of a competition that gears itself to this type of football really I suppose it's more knockout sort of football isn't it if you're just trying to shit out another team yeah and um, looking to pick off pick them off in moments here or there yeah and amid like Conte's kind of disastrous second season at Chelsea he did win in the FA Cup yeah even for all that even because they got to the final played Man United Mourinho's Man United who just come second I think there was a lot of people who was like oh Mourinho's got this he doesn't lose finals Yeah, and they did a number on him United did nothing in that game it was such a boring final but you know perfect from that perspective isn't it yeah just fingers crossed man be nice be lovely be nice <laughs> um, what are the what are the transfer fellas have we, well, have we covered the, everyone there got our, poor our, the main man Arno Danjuma oh of course yeah. they're very funny I feel I feel really bad for Everton, but I think at this point they just got to accept that. A good gazumping. Yeah. Just got to accept that. You have been Willian. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. Like, I know it's funny, <laughs> but maybe it's just I'm not. I just I'm just I just haven't watched enough of him as a player. I think he's a good player. I just think the problem is he's gonna. I don't think it's lazy to suggest that he's gonna be playing a similar role to Stephen Bergwijn in the squad. Mm. Uh, I think Bergwijn's problem last season was that we weren't in Europe the second half of the year. We were knocked out of the cups, so he didn't get as much of a look in. Kane, Son, and Kulusevski were always fit. Lucas I think was ahead of him with Pecky Warner still whereas now I think I think Dan Jimmy offers a bit more in terms of pace I think Bergwijn surprised me by how much yeah, he lacked pace he like, he wasn't, he, yeah he wasn't really yeah you couldn't do that whereas Dan Jimmy is quick uh, he's a bit more versatile he can act, he can actually play as like a not like an old school nine but as a number nine mm. in some case uh, maybe that helps a bit more um, I mean, it's just odd that like um the squad depth is just it's just strange because obviously Kuna and Richardson are at the same point which meant Brian Hill had to come yeah and maybe like maybe a move like this wouldn't have been considered had that had that injury crisis not happened and sort of exposed that yeah yeah floor in the squad which I suppose is almost a good thing but um I assume this is why we're trying so hard for Zaniolo because that's natural left footed coming inside from the right option but I don't really want him I don't want him as a right wing back just <laughs> charging up and down the right with dodgy knees got no like, knees <laughs> it's can I, you can only get away with that once in a club's history you know yeah we've got yeah and you're talking but, to the main man tomorrow yeah so. but Dan Juma um, if it's a loan just a, like with no kind of obliga- obligation to buy or anything I'm, I guess I'm fine with it I think it's in the, he's in the same kind of mould to Trossard I guess so yeah. it was obvious that we were in the market for this kind of player and there won't be any I doubt there'll be any commitment well would, there, there, might, might, there might be like an option be, there might be an option best case scenario he kind of comes in he scores a few really important goals and Spurs like yeah, ah. but I guess the, the point I made on Twitter yesterday was that Spurs actually might have some depth up front people like always going about oh they look at the bench and there's no one there so presuming everyone's fit you start Kuzevsky Kane Son of Richarlison I'd probably give Richarlison a run at this point mm-hmm. um, if anything just give Son a bit of a rest maybe that's yeah. that's what he needs yeah. um, but then the bench got so one of them Dan Juma Hill or Zaniolo depending on what happens with the window I imagine if Zaniolo comes and Hill goes mm-hmm. yeah um, but it's just nice to have options the problem as it was pointed out to me was that Conte likes having options but he doesn't actually like using them well yeah this is the thing you actually have to use the substitutions yeah. that um, you're still allowed five aren't you yeah yeah we, we used two on the, the other night didn't we I was I was waiting a long time for assessing off of Perisic yeah it didn't actually happen yet did yeah. it yeah it was um, well, yeah he's very much a favoured like for like man at the moment doesn't, he doesn't have he does, he's not trusting the whole squad which is no. you know always, always a little bit yeah this was the thing my Chelsea friend said to me like he likes he likes having big squads but he likes having his favourites as well mm. so the idea of having a big team appeals to him a bit more it's almost like on like FM or FIFA career mode where just hauling as many players and you never know when an injury crisis is going to happen but then you're just stuck and there's you don't another want to, club you don't want to in London doing that at the moment <laughs> like <laughs> surely we've got the wrong managers <laughs> you think just give, give a bit of a swap do a little swap deal proper major league baseball MLB 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 the majors the majors yeah that's what they do yeah. they do swap deals over there yeah Todd Bowie might be up for it Todd Bowie does love that shit he does love it baseball man almost too much 
Almost too much. Yeah, that was mine. <laughs> uh, any other transfers? I'm trying to think. What have we done the last few days? I think it's mainly been... It's just been Porro and Zaniolo and... Dan Juma. Juma. kind of out of nowhere. I think that was yeah, largely it, yeah, I think. It. Yeah. Those would be the late movers then. Yeah. No, uh, no Leandro Damiao or Kabai or anyone like that, unfortunately. I'm fine with that. Moutinho. You never know. Little move for Moutinho. You never know. Paratici's got to make the most of his days as a free man. Yeah, get high on life. Did you read it? There was a report yesterday. I'm not. I'm not I don't know if it's true or not. I saw a report um, from some Italian journalists saying that there's a possibility Kulusevski and Benzikor might be banned for a month because of their part in um, deliberate, oh, no. deliberately lowering their wages <laughs> at Juve, like kind of but under the table kind of thing. So it was like everyone in that squad. The worst case scenario is they get bans, Juve get that title stripped to them and also get relegated. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Whether that happens, I don't know. They, might, they might just be satisfied by giving them the 15 point penalty yeah which is quite funny I'd be I'd be very surprised if they ended up getting banned for that it seems I mean, very it's much unprecedented so. teams get deducted points players don't get banned for this kind of stuff yeah so. I mean like could you really like what, what would they what would happen if they said no, they what they're not financiers you know yeah or, it's or, like or the club tells you to do something it's just like I'm sure there'd be like a kind of thief pro argument where it's like yeah look, the players are backed into a corner you can't punish them for this yeah it wouldn't make any sense be targeting them for you know bloody uh, Agnelli and what's the other pecker called <laughs> Nedved um, yeah he's one of them <laughs> um, who's, who's, who was the president oh, yeah it was Agnelli maybe I'm, I'm thinking of something you think of the the director of football or something? yeah the big guy Marotta the, bit, the was, he, big was guy. he gone by then My, yeah Marotta are you sure you're not thinking of Paratici himself uh, I mean like yeah, he's a dodgy guy <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know <laughs> what distinctive characteristics there are. <laughs> yeah. To me, if you're part of a, you know, club that's been dot points, you're all a bit dodgy. Yeah. Yeah. Should do a bit, a little bit on the FA Cup. I do oh, a bit, the magic of the cup. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. I'd say do a bit on like Le- the Levy and Enix stuff, but I think we've done. We did it a bit, little bit last week, and nothing much has changed. I don't really have to do it again. Don't. Don't, don't really. Don't I don't really. I don't really care for it anyway. No, I, I'm not climbing one or the other. The one of the thing that is starting to annoy me is that I don't know if you've seen, but a lot of the aggregators are trying to kind of push a deal for Milan screening on the club, even though they haven't heard anything about the club wanting him. The Spurs, so, yeah, not, right, not he's since the yes, well, I mean, so, so, so since Mourinho left, like, I think he was like a Mourinho target. Yeah, and I get why we'd want him. I guess why we should be in for him. But so it sounds like he's going to PSG, but into want to sell this month. PSG don't want to buy this month, so. They're saying that, like the Italian papers are saying, it opens the door for someone swooping, and people are kind of pushing it on Spurs to buy something and then getting angry when it doesn't happen. So, it's, it's like, so you just, it's such a kind of the guy cycling, putting the twig in his wheel thing, and then blaming <laughs> someone else for it. It's just like, there's a lot of reasons to criticize him. I don't think making up Scriniar as a target and not getting him is one. That's just um, the trappings of uh, the internet and online stuff there. Really. Yeah. It's just people. Um, winding themselves into 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 states of fits and all that I don't know yeah, <laughs> people just going crazy people love that shit they do love that shit but it's not the real world that's the problem 
Gotta sort it out. Yeah, gotta sort it out. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so Preston. Preston. Middle of the Six road championship team. Yeah, I know. It's a proper weird time. I'm out on Saturday. You're out on Saturday? Yeah, I'm at a surprise party. And, oh. well, I hope it's still a surprise. I'm assuming the person who whose party is won't be listening they to this podcast. They don't talk to you about Owatonite. <laughs> yeah, they don't care for it, so. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I haven't blown that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <enough. laughs> There's going to be a load of people now listening to think, it's a party for me? <laughs> It'd be funny if this came on during the party <laughs> on on the docks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. I mean, they're one of like twenty teams involved in the playoff battle, aren't they? Essentially, yeah, essentially, and that goes down to like fifteenth, sixteenth, which is a bit wild. But they're, I, th- I think they were the team who had a really horrible run of like one nil defeats. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was. What's the goals <laughs> against record now? Goals against is thirty-one against. In 20, 31 and 28 that's quite so that is that implies that they've conceded quite a lot since that start yeah because before it was something stupid it was like four goals in, 20, in 12 games or something it was outrageous it was an unbelievably nil 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 then they won 4-1 then they won 1-0 then they drew nil nil twice yeah it was remarkable since the handbrake's come off a little bit it was a, yeah it looks a little bit I don't know if they've had a manager change midway through or whatever's happened there but but a few big defeats to some of the bigger bigger teams up there that's like the Lee Whites and yeah Uddersfield QPR should but do it I think they were one of the teams who signed a load of teams on ugh, signed a load of players on loan towards the end of the window yes they do have I think yeah Liam Delap they got Delap off City they got Fernandez off Man United yeah I think um, they have Parrot off us but he can't play he can't play no he doesn't sound like he's doing that well anyway not uh, going well for Parrot or Scarlet it sounds like no I think Scarlet yeah I've got a few friends here Portsmouth fans I talk to him yeah. about him every now and again and um, they just say he struggled a little bit with physicality recently hasn't really been fancied um, but I think they played in one last night they did yeah I don't think he scored though yeah that's a shame Still check anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I heard from people who I know in around the club. Yeah, he's not really start a nice start, but something's not quite there. Yeah, so ah, as, he's eighteen. That's annoying. Yeah, annoying. I think the thing you to look at is Kane wasn't amazing when he was getting loaned out as a teenager. Yeah, exactly. I'm asking a lot for him, for to compare him to the greatest goal scorer in the history of the club, but yeah, you exactly. never know. At such a young age as well. Still a wee, still, a wee still teenager. But anyway, five nuggets, Preston. That'd be nice. I think he'll go full strength. I'd, I'd be surprised if he didn't. Um, it's only one game this week. Good. Yeah, he's had a good little rest between the games now. So yeah. just get in and get, we have to win this cup. Yeah. We have to do everything to win this cup. I think he knows that. I think it's been told to him like you, you need to win it. It so must make sense. So is that yeah. cool? I threw the league cup. Let's go for the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. I think they should crack on because what's the point otherwise yeah. <laughs> Kane scores five goals to break the record obliterate to the record <laughs> be nice wouldn't it make it so that no one can't ever catch it not even Dane Scarlett yeah I mean to be fair it'll be a long time anyway if anyone ever does get it but probably not in I don't. I doubt in our lifetime. I think if, say we're living in the situation where he does stay for however many years no, no one is going to catch that record. 
No. No one thought William was going to get Greaves' record. Greaves was here for like 10 years and he was mm. uh, had a record that was pretty much better than 1 and 2 for 9 of them, I think it was. So, mm-hmm. it, you can't imagine like, we might have like another one club man again. We might have another really good striker but to be here for that long and be so consistent with everything. It's the way that Kane's also kind of reinvented himself. He's not as injury prone anymore. Yeah, touch wood that doesn't change. I'm expecting he'll he'll probably miss some time at some point in the season because he's just played so many games. But hopefully it's not like a major one like all of the last ones that he's had. Yeah, nothing too um, season, you know, jeopardizing. Because then that would be probably curtains. That would be curtains. But we, we, I guess we get to see Richarlison as a nine. So every cloud, every cloud. Still forget about the bad news. Alright. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's pretty much it. To be honest, mate. I don't know what else there is to say. (laughs) My knee is quite sore, actually. (laughs) Your knee is quite sore. It's really sore. We had to walk up three flights of stairs. Yeah, it's tough. Really steep stairs as well. Not like, they're not kind stairs. Yeah, quite aggressive and steep, aren't they? There's no lift in this office. Sean's not happy. I'm not happy. I'll start campaigning. Yeah. Makes sense. New office coming soon, though. Hopefully that off a lift. Yeah. Not banking on it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm got so anyway, I'm gonna ask Ledley about it. <laughs> That'll be the my first question. So Ledley, how do you live with this knee pain? It's <laughs> killing me. I'm never going for a run again. Do you put lifts everywhere you go? <laughs> did you uh, did you ask for that big lift in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Is that you <laughs> who asked for that? You don't do the skywalk, you just get a lift all the way up. <laughs> See Hanger did the skywalk before the derby. Did he really? Yeah, he was like <laughs> He was, up on, he was up on the roof. I might have seen that during like the pre-match amble stuff, but yeah, <laughs> was, he, was he announcing team news? For like, <laughs> He's giving tactical analysis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, so from up here, Arsenal all over us. We're getting Pat Jennings up there as well. Do some of work. Yeah. Get off the dead roof. <laughs> yes, that's kind fun. Don't think I'd ever do that. No, not for me, Clive. All right, enough waffle. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, please like and leave a rating if you can. It really helps us out a lot. Um, we will be back next week to discuss how we're going to beat Man City at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this time. You play Thursday cause you're-